right. Okay, welcome <laughs> to From the Valley Podcast, episode yeah. 91 yeah. From the Valley 91. Podcast. 91, yeah. Wish it was 41, my, my number. <laughs> it's uh, March the 12th, 2020. Yep. Uh, I've got to, a, a returning guest with me here today, Andre Matthew Moore. How are you, Tim? Good to see you, man. Yeah. And uh, it's it's great to, to have you back on. Uh, since we sort of had the first podcast, yeah. uh, probably didn't know, I didn't, Going into that podcast, I didn't know um, we didn't know each other too much on a personal level. Yeah, we've become uh, uh, big, but, uh, great, great buddies now. <laughs> but since then, <laughs> but since then, it's uh, we've we've obviously gone to a few networking events together. Yes, and, uh, no, thank you for the invite. You to uh, you know people in the Valley Chamber of Commerce. Uh, yeah, it's been really really good. Didn't so. meet the mayor the other day, though. We were at the event with the mayor. Didn't get a chance to meet the yeah mayor Schrinner. Sh- 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 yeah, but, so um, we went. Yeah, that yeah. was recently. Uh, went to a lunch at the. Victoria Park, um, Victoria Park Golf Complex Function mm-hmm. Centre. So that was that was quite good. So it's obviously uh, uh, the last podcast um, would have had a lot of views online, and also mm-hmm. uh, just the audio listens alone were around about fifty audio listens on top of all the video. That's great. Yeah. So at yeah. least uh, mm-hmm. probably viewed at least a couple hundred times online as well. So yeah, it was a very good uh, yeah. first. Um, Podcast. That's why we get you back. Uh, find out a bit more what's been happening. Yes. <laughs> when we did the podcast, it was before the NBA season mm-hmm, started. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, we didn't know we didn't sort of really discuss too much about Big Feet, which is uh, the program that you support. We yes. today we're going to talk a bit about uh, Big Feet, the trivia night coming up. That's going to yes, that's going to be a, that. hopefully that's going to be a good fun fun uh, night. Yeah, a bit about your um, trip over to Chicago to the All Star Game. I'd like to hear some. Oh yeah, that was good fun. Yeah. That and great, I guess great. some uh, discussion about. Uh, the NBA generally, what's happening this mm-hmm. season, and what you're seeing, and what you're, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's welcome back, man. That's, no, thank uh, you. Welcome. I'm glad to be back. I'm, I'm, and, uh, appreciate it. I'm glad that the Brisbane City Apex Club is in a position to be able to, um, you know, sort of have you involved, uh, and you know, be able to support your cause as well. You know. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I get a little, get a little comfortable with this. Yeah, yeah. I really, really um, um, want to first of all, yeah, shout out. For, uh, first, very first thing I want to say is uh, I want to give out. Um, a um, big um, pay my respects to the original owners and um, ancestors of the land that we're actually gathered on. That's always something I like to try to um, pay my respects to the uh, the indigenous people that um, you know came here before. So um, shout out to those people. Yeah, yeah shout out to those people for sure. And then and then Apex uh, Apex Club. Uh, I want to thank them you know in advance for. Yeah, for uh, putting on this um, this trivia night that we're gonna have on the twenty first of uh, this month. Uh, yeah, so, so I'm looking so forward to it. Nine days away. Uh, it's sort of coming together. The trivia questions, yeah. pretty much done. But um, yeah, I look forward to the night of putting it. There's obviously a bit of effort from some of the people that we're in the club to be able to to make it as success as fun night and as successful night as, yeah. as we can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we will talk a bit more about the uh, Big Feet and Trivia Night as well. Right. I guess we want to sort of start off with, obviously, fairly recently in the last month or so, um, just after you came to our uh, our Apex meeting uh, just over four weeks ago, you then had to fly out to Chicago the next day. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, that that was obviously a planned trip, but uh, it's great that that uh, you're able to get back to the homeland and. Uh, Tell us yeah. about a bit about that trip. So um, you obviously ran into some old uh, NBA uh, yeah, and, uh, and, old, and old high school buddies as well too, um, and uh, and obviously went to the actual All Star game as well. Which right, is one right. Of the best All Star games that we've ever seen. Yes, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. The uh, the whole idea behind the trip was to uh, help um, a young fella here 
in Brisbane um, of Sudanese descent. Um, um, I won't say his name, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, yep. Protect his. Uh, but helping him. Yeah. Child. Yeah. Just helped this kid. This kid was in a. He was a, he was a high school uh, kid who was in a, a very horrific car accident, and um, he was asleep in the back of a car, and um, his friend was driving. He he had no seatbelt on, but he actually ended up. Almost, almost flying through the, the windscreen, you know, with, with the impact from being hit behind. Mm. So my friend, who's a lawyer here, um, wanted to, wanted to as far, to help his case. They wanted to get some statements from NBA types or basketball people that you know that have a bit of cachet, so to speak. So because of my my uh, my networking, they they thought, hey, it's perfect timing. The All Star Games in Chicago, your hometown from there. There'll be a lot of basketball types, you know, in, in the uh, in, in the in, you know, in the city. Why don't we fly over and um, watch the game, and also try to catch up with some people that you might know that uh, may be able to give a, a statement saying that you know, after seeing this kid play, that the kid had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't been in this accident, he probably could have um, projected to be a college player or maybe pros down the track. Yeah. So I was able to call upon my friends over there, and successfully we uh, and thankfully. They came through. Uh, uh, Tim Hardaway, who I played, you know, a, a year in high school with, who you know, who has probably the best crossover. The ever. UTEP two step. The UTEP two step. He came through. Terry Cummings, who was a couple years before me at the same high school, and also was a great NBA player as well with the with the, uh, with the early San Diego Clippers before they became the became the uh, uh, Los Angeles Clippers. And he also played for the Milwaukee Bucks, which was coached by Don Nelson, who That's right, yeah. Who was the first guy to start this this whole small ball thing? Yeah, with you the know, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, in the he year. also he also was the first to try uh, what we call point forwards, which um, guys like uh, Scottie Pippen became. You know, uh, what we call point forwards. Mm-hmm. Grant Hill, Don Nelson is the innovator of all that. Mm-hmm. You know, he people try to say uh, Houston's coach now um, was the first to try to do that. Um, you talking about Tony? Uh, but yeah. um, someone um, actually brought brought it to the point that. Don Nelson's the guy. Yep. So, uh, excuse me. So Terry, Terry, uh, shout out to Terry, Tim, and then also Craig Hodges, who's from Chicago and one of the best three-point shooters yeah. ever. Love, he, love Craig Hodges. One of my favorites growing up. Yeah, Craig came through as well, too, big time. And uh, they all met the kid in Chicago. We met at one of my favorite um, um, uh, breakfast spots that I hadn't been to in a while called uh, Tempo's mm. Tempo Cafe in Chicago, and we all we all had a, you know had to chopped it up and. They came through and signed the signed the um, statement for the kid, and hopefully it's going to help his case when you know when, when it comes up in a few few uh, few months or so. So um, really was pre- appreciative. But I also was able to meet a, quite a few different uh, former uh, NBA players who are uh, legends, uh, guys like Bobby Jones who played with the, played with Dr. J in, Phil- in, uh, in uh, Philadelphia with the with the Sixers. Dr. J is my favorite player. Do- Bobby Jones was his running partner. He yeah. was a white, he was one of the first white guys that. That that um, debunked the myth that a white man can't jump because he used to dunk on people big time. Jones, Bobby yeah. Jones, yeah, yeah, he was he run that on that floor like a deer. So I met him at a at a breakfast. We we went we went along to the uh, uh, retired players NBA players breakfast the night the, the, the morning before the uh, the actual game, and then um, also we met a guy by the name of Spencer Haywood, who was Spencer, the guy. Yeah. yeah, Spencer was the guy who actually. Made it possible for guys like Kobe, may rest in peace. Yeah, Kevin Garnett, Moses Malone, uh, the list goes on and on. Guys who were able to go straight out of 
straight out of high school to the pros because he, he he took the NBA to the to the uh, to court to uh, to 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 help um, get the landmark hardship rule in place, which is still mm. you know still in place today. Mm. So it was really a pleasure to meet Mr. Spencer Haywood. He also was known for having one of the biggest hands ever in basketball because he had, you know, most most of our, our, our fingers, we have three what we call phalanges on our hands, on our fingers, each finger, sorry, except for the thumb, you know. He had an extra one. It was He had a fourth one. On a his, fourth one. A fourth Jeez, phalange on a digit, so to speak, on his on his hands, which made his hands huge. And it became a blessing in disguise. I mean, a, a blessing for him to, because um, he was able to handle the ball, obviously, yep. uh, very good. So Spencer Haywood, it was great to meet him. And um, just yeah. had a great time. The game, as we saw, was great. The uh, the new rule where they turn the clock off at the end, and you have to have a target score. That, that that's turned yeah, so a new new concept. So that, that, so just uh, filling listeners, what happened in the All Star game? Oh yeah, is, yeah. Um, it was, it, why it was such a competitive and why it was such a great and right. a memorable All Star game is you had um, they split the game into your four quarters as you do, but right. each quarter was treated uh, differently. So you'd have like. Whoever won the first quarter in scoring would they would be able to donate money to yeah there was two different two charities. very two two Chicago land charities that yeah. um, were based on kids that were both yeah. both represented there yeah and then when it got to the fourth quarter it was like okay here 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 are the two teams aggregated scores that's right aggregated yeah being a he's putting his putting yeah. his accounting hat, yeah. hat on right now and uh, <laughs> because uh, Kobe Bryant famously wore number twenty four. Of course. It was yeah. like, okay, who's in in the lead? If they get twenty four more points, they win. They added twenty four uh, extra points to the leading the, the team that was leading the, in yeah. the game at that point. And that was your target score. Yeah. And I think um for, for, I think uh team Giannis were actually up by about nine or ten they points. They were up, yeah, points. that's yeah nine cr- or ten points yeah. at the, after the three quarters. So the other, so LeBron's team had to sort of come and, and score like they ten to, more points. They had to make up they had to make up the the, uh, yeah. the, the def- deficit at and the time. And that's what made it so competitive, plus plus yeah. the uh the uh, uh, the the combined score, the, the the target score they had to make yeah, yeah reach that target score they did it yeah so it was great very very um, some people say in an undra is undramatic a word I don't know <laughs> because um, it ha- the, the the winning point came on AD's uh, free throw that's think, right exactly yeah, yeah. They, they I think in the, in the, they'll in the call future fouls, yeah. in the future I think they'll they'll probably change that and say you have to make the shot make a shot from the field to win it instead of winning at the free throw because that's kind of anticlimactic the way it, the way I, it I can ended, yeah. I can see what they're saying there but yeah it's still yeah. still made for a very close game oh and competitive too competitive very competitive and uh, and uh, you know props to to, right. to all the players that came back uh, all the starters were there at the end yeah. trying to basically get all the best players that were that's on right. each team and uh, I think it was just a great job. And you yeah. were there in attendance to be able to see Right. It. I was going to say, even though I was um, sitting way up in the nosebleed seat, <laughs> uh, you know, because tickets were quite expensive. But um, I was still in the house. It was a great atmosphere. And, you know, and, and shout out to um, um, my friend, my, my um, lawyer friend, Sagath, who's, you know, who, who helped make that possible. Um, but... Um, the you you still being in, being in the house in in the in the building you were able to see a lot of the a lot of the little um there was a lot of events going on around it you know there was uh the, the beginning some of the stuff was on TV as well Jennifer Hudson who's from Chicago yep. sung a beautiful um, touching sort of tribute to Kobe a, a song that she uh, attributed to, well that she, you know that was um, for Kobe because she you know Jennifer also mm. uh, tragically. Her her family, you know, her mom and a, a few a few of her family members were killed 
a few years ago, tragically as well. So when she sung that song about Kobe and the situation and the other victims in that in that crash, you know, you can tell she yep. it was all all of that was pouring out of her. You know, mm-hmm. all the grief she had experienced personally yep. as well as what we were experiencing with Kobe and these and his this daughter, his beautiful daughter, and um, the other victims. So that was a great tribute. And then um, Common, Common, the um, um, long time you know rapper uh, from Chicago. Did a very very um, beautiful tribute to Chicago as well with mm. naming players and stuff to come from there and just just really big up in the city, um, which mm. was which gave me chills. It was so it was so well done. Yeah, mm. my friend uh, Philip, who I grew up with, the two of us were um, were both uh, just talking about that a couple of days ago. How how um, powerful and you know and profound his performance was. Common's always been a, a rapper that. You know, saying about a rap about um, things that made sense. You know, stuff mm-hmm. that was—he's a real intelligent dude. You know, mm-hmm. and very, very much into um, social issues and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he put it together really good. Really represented the city really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So it's certainly on that particular trip going back home, obviously caught up with some family as well. I should, I should. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the other uh, beauty from mom. You know, mom. I was able to be there for for Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, for mom. So I, I actually surprised her because we were very, we had a very busy schedule with all the. She didn't know you were people. coming, or she knew it was there. We we actually the very first day we arrived, we she had, she had a big, huge, what we call African American uh, soul food dinner waiting for all of us. <laughs> yeah, and some of these guys, my, some of my my traveling party had never experienced this type of food. Yeah, or this type of atmosphere. So they were really you know um, taken aback and and really uh, appreciative of that and really enjoyed the food as well yeah. too. So shout out to my moms for that. A great dinner on the first day, but but the uh, few days later, when Valentine's Day came, I was able to surprise her. She has a senior citizens club. She goes to plays bingo, and all them you know at this particular place not far from where she lives at. Mm. And I brought my crew to the event, and we brought we well, we went we first went and got some some flowers and candy and all that, and then we surprised her and her group right in the middle of their bingo bingo playing uh, <laughs> bingo in the hole. <laughs> Hall full of lovely elderly people, you know, playing bingo, and here I come walking in with my crew <laughs> with candy and flowers. And my mom, the look on her face was—I got—I actually captured some very, very touching pictures of her. How, how surprised and, yeah. and 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 um and how how you know how happy she was. You know, it was it was just those type of moments, you know, with your mom, you know, because I don't get—I haven't been able to spend a lot of those mm. moments with her over the years because I'm you know I'm way I'm a long way away from home. So that was that was one of the highlights of the uh, of the trip. Yeah, the visit. Yeah, definitely the visit, the family, the and just seeing your mother. I can just imagine. And, yeah. And apart from that, so many other you know highlights. It's just a, a nice little memorable trip, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah, you look back, you know, just, going just, to the the All Star game and catching up with all those uh, all right. those uh, old friends and players and yeah, and the city did a great uh, job, you know, hosting because it so was a lot. Yeah. So what's the, what was the weather like in Chicago? Was it at the it time? was uh, it was quite. Quite chilly. Um, there was that couple of days. That so you know, we got, sort of coming into summer season there. That was more season. winter. It was our winter. Yeah, yeah, it was winter. Oh, sorry, winter. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I get so my bloody seasons mixed. There was, there was a couple of days. It was like the, the <laughs> yeah, temperatures it would have been were like yeah, winter. Yeah, the temperatures were super freezing, man. Mm. You know, it was like you stick your hand outside for a minute or so. You might have yeah. to get them get your get your fingers amputated, man, from frostbite. Come across frostbite. Any, was there any snow at all when you were there? Uh, there was snow on a, a couple couple days. Yeah. Mm. But it was um, no major major snowfall, just freezing temperatures. Yeah, yeah. But then it then it cooled, then it came down. It, cooled, it uh, calmed down. It was we had some really pleasant 
pleasant days as well too. You know, so it was really Nos- yeah, okay. We only had re- two, like three really really mm. bone chilling days. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Excellent, man. So that's that's great. So yeah. I, get, I guess next sort of thing to have, have a bit of a chat about. Um, obviously the, the big feet program and when you came yeah. and spoke at our um at our club meeting about a month day, ago the day, the day before i left yeah um to come to, yeah, to the states yeah about a month ago um it was you know it's quite impressive i guess what what you sort of done like yeah um one of the things that stood out to me you know when you first got into the nbl like the first year that you sort of got yeah, into the nbl yeah. back in 1990, 1990 yeah. um you pretty much went straight out and 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 did you know great things for the community and, and oh did. yeah yeah was, so, was so a, I guess tell the listeners about how you sort of started that when when you st- sort of started doing yeah. that and how I guess what sort of led to the birth of what we're doing with the Big Feet program. Yeah, it was quite simple. Uh, coming when I once I realized how long a trip it was to come to Australia, uh, almost twenty some hours. That was in, that was back when they had the the, the um, Hawaii layover. Yeah, the layover in Hawaii it was a real tease because you couldn't stay in Hawaii long enough to really enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> you only had enough yeah. time to stay in the airport, and so it was a bit of a tease. But um, once I realized, realized how long it was the trip was, I said to myself, "When I get over this country, it's like going to a whole new world." It is. Yeah, I'm going to make an impact on the court and off the court. I yeah. want to do. I don't want to yeah. just go over there play ball. Yeah, you know, go back to my hotel room, my whole my, my my apartment or house or whatever, and just. You know, I didn't play, never play video games, but just you know, read or whatever. Mm. I'm going to get out in the community and, and make an impact. So mm. that's exactly what I did. And luckily, the Brisbane Bullets were a club that was very much into the community anyway. Yeah, they had a guy by the name of Vince Hickey, who um, they started this perpetual award mm. for where, for any player that that um, displays his sort of um, um, attributes. And his attributes were really like giving back to the community, helping basketball get started. And Brian Curl, you know, who was my coach at the time, was 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 also very community minded. He's still a very community minded person. He's doing a lot of work with the indigenous community as well with his his Brian Curl Basketball uh, Association. And um, so it just all worked out really. You know, we had we, we were like minded. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just about basketball. It was bigger than basketball. Yeah, give back to the people that are supporting you, mm-hmm. especially the grassroots people, the people that they can't get to to Brisbane to watch us play. We would go to those places and visit. Visit them and you know have exhibition games, you know places like Pittsworth and way out you know past Toowoomba, yeah. back back when those places were um, quite a far away. So as a result, I got you know I would go visit the hospitals, the people, the three the three um, people in our in our, our society that I, that I sort of champion are obviously the the, the very young, mm. the very old, mm. and women. You know, and I you know I know women a lot of women these days. You know you can look after yourself and all that, but I yeah. I tend to you know champion those those three the causes of those three so individuals in our society so those were the people i would sort of visit a lot and as a result i won an award called the vince hickey memorial award the, the award I, you know from the from the gentleman i spoke about and uh you know with that award i won a trip for two to hawaii hmm. where i was able to stay in hawaii for <laughs> actually hang out you Enjoy know it, for yeah. a week um shout out to uh um mr um uh the nanda Pasta um, got family, the uh, De Pasquale family. Victor, Victor De Pasquale, he was one of our major sponsors back then. Little, little small Italian man, but a mm. big heart and a big, big beautiful smile. And he was a very, very wealthy man. But he put his money, you know, towards towards things. He actually sponsored that award, mm. uh, the, Vin- the Vince Hickey Memorial Award, which um, which um, was a trip for two to Hawaii, mm. a gold watch, and a bunch of money and a bunch of other stuff. Mm. 
big trophy and all that. All that stuff was fine. That's all material stuff. You can't take that stuff with you when you if you when we leave the earth. We can't take a lot of those material things with us. Mm. So I don't take put a lot of stock into that type of thing. You know, mm. material things. You know, I have gold watches and all that type of gold rings and jewelry and all that stuff. But it's all about, um, you know, things you could do that that aren't material based. You know, so. One of those, one of those material items was fine, but the great thing that came out of that award, award I won, was people coming to me, you know, um, organizations in Brisbane that wanted to aff- affiliate themselves with me because of my, my, um, my attitude towards community giving, and I actually aligned myself with the Queensland Teachers Credit Union, yep. which started a, a program called Keyway, which is what Big Feet is now. Yep. I would go to schools, do a talk on on. Um, on um, all the um, uh, things that kids need to avoid, you know, um, peer pressure and drugs, alcohol, that type of thing. And then I would take the kids down to the courts and, and, and work on the basic fundamental skills of the, of the game, you know. Mm. And that's still, you know, still working today. And I'm, you know, I'm really gracious that um, I turned it to, I, I called it, call it Big Feet now because I, you know, wear a size 17. And shout out to uh, my man, um, Kyrie Irving because I was able to get these shoes over in a place called That's Ross's cool shoes, man. and they got yeah, pretty sweet. They got the little, got the little uh, flowery sort of you know flavor. That's that's, that's Curry's. I mean uh, Kyrie, sorry, um, his sort of thing. He likes to have shoes that that are sort of unique, you know. Yeah. And uh, but but it's usually very hard for a guy with big feet to find, you know, yeah. shoes with the, with a bit of style, you know. So Kyrie Irving, even though you're getting a lot of flack from a lot of people out there. A lot, of, a lot of love for you, man, for coming yeah. up with these sweet shoes. But uh, so big feet, but at big feet, obviously the program is F E A T, which yep. is I ask every young person that I come in contact with, what's your big feet in life, and what do you want to accomplish, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yep. No, that's great. And uh, so I guess the program, how many different kids do you think you es- you estimate that you would have had uh, sort of uh, spend you know time as far as this big feet program? Man, many years. We're talking about. Thousands and thousands of kids I've visited, over, you know, over the uh, schools all across all across this uh, country. That it would be well into the tens of thousands of yeah. kids that I've that I've been able to spread my message to, mm. and I'm so I'm really proud about that. Um, but there's eight eight kids that I really hope get the message because they've 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 had to hear those messages over the year, over the years as well too. And those are my kids, you know. Yeah. Some of them yeah. will listen, some of them haven't, you know, but they're all doing pretty well. I'm pretty proud of all my eight, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, to answer your question again, I yeah, tens of thousands of kids I've yeah, visited, yeah. you know, taking this program too. So it's um, I've been able to make some really mm-hmm. – and one of the things, one of the uh, major um, things that st- stood out from the program is when you get feedback from mm-hmm. the community, directly from the community. Yeah. I had a kid and his dad come up to me, a, son, a, a, a young fella, and his dad come up to me, and they, they thanked me for – I was at an airport, and they thanked me for – um, preventing that kid. The kid was gonna. Uh, he was thinking about getting involved with with drugs. Yeah. And after hearing my talk at the school, he decided not to. That's really good. Oh, so that's, yeah. that's, that's so, the message you want. Yeah. Him and his dad. You know, were, were really proud. He, he actually actually encouraged the kids to go to the parents and yeah. you know and, and speak to him. And they, he yeah. spoke and told his dad about it, and that yeah. that really paid off. So I think I mean. And, that, and, that, and that's the thing that I love. I mean, our Apex Club, we support lots of different uh, movements, a lot of yeah, different charities over the course of time. But one that we – and obviously we've, we've supported things mm-hmm. like high school debating, uh, which is – Oh, yeah, I love debating. Yeah, debating, yeah. Uh, over many, many, many My kids, my, All my kids are great debaters. Okay. When it comes to, you know, 
Go go you know go brush your teeth. Go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they great debaters as well. But yeah, that's good. You guys support that type of yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Apex has had a long stand, but apart from that, I mean, there's always uh, I think yeah I think um, the well being mm-hmm. and I think the health of, of children is very very important. That's right. And I think the way to get better health, in my opinion, is to be able to get them you know in in programs like this. That, that have a bit of sport to them as well, a bit, you know, right, some skill, right. not only personal skills, but also um, you know, skills that develop a little bit physically as well. That's uh, right, yeah. To be able to sort of, you know, learn, learn how to, you know, hand-eye coordination, um, you know, dribbling, I'm not talking about... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when we're little. We're dri- <laughs> some people still <laughs> dribble a little bit. <laughs> but those sort of skills are so <laughs> so transparent to be out, being able to, you know, mentally... Um, Stimulate themselves. That's right, as well. right. So I think that's very important. That's and that's the reason I'm, I sort of put my neck out there to support it. Yeah, and, really, really um, appreciate that. Yeah. And I think uh, going forward, I just want you to keep going with it. You know, don't don't let up, man. Just keep, oh yeah, keep I'm, going yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, and, yeah. This uh, is something that yeah, I've been doing this for a long time, and yeah. I just got a vested interest in this thing. A lot of the kids don't aren't. You know, I acknowledge a lot of the kids that I visit now. They they, they never watched me play. They're early. They're very young. Yeah. But my physical presence when I walked into the classroom, <laughs> you know, six foot nine or whatever, yeah, you know, full of muscles and you know, looking very, very good. <laughs> yeah. Now they, my physical presence usually grabs their attention, and of then course, once I've yeah, done that, yeah, yeah, then I can hit them with the, the well being, yeah. you, you know, and the he- yeah. healthy well being sort of stuff, you know, the messages yeah. and all that, and yeah. then they, 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 you got to captive the audience. And then I also I also try to sprinkle it with a bit of a mm. bit of humor as well too, which is always which always helps, you know. Helps um, get your message across as well. Yeah, you. so I think uh, even my wife's getting involved. She's trying to help you with a bit of the marketing. Oh side yeah, of yeah, things. Fiona. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So, we, uh, but I think it's we need to sort of get it out there. So if you're watching the podcast, uh, certainly support Big Feet. Uh, go out and and, uh, and make contact with Andre. He's very approachable. Very and much I, so. Yeah. I just all I did. Very was, approachable. <laughs> I just sent him a message and bang, he's on the podcast. So he's, he's very very approachable, and we had we, we've had uh, a lot of great times already. So yeah. Um, make sure you you hit Andre up, and if you're a business, there's, there's always a ways you can sponsor support the whole program. So. Yeah. Big Big Feet Forty One B I G F E A T A for Apple T for Tom. Forty one at hotmail dot com. Yeah. Just hit me up on my yeah. or that or I'm I'm on um uh, Instagram and I'm also got a Facebook yeah. presence as well too. Yeah. Which Fiona in the next you know next few coming the coming months is gonna uh, help enhance yeah. that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. great, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a bit about the big feet program. The trivia night is is coming up on the twenty first of March as as we said. Yeah, uh, I hope you guys come up for that. Support that should be fun. Um it's gonna be a big night. There's gonna be mm-hmm. so the, we've got this uh um, it looks like we're going to have this um, food truck type thing there. Yeah, that sounds good. Food uh, trucks are the, are, are the way to go these days. Huh? Pits, Pits and Giggles is the name of the... Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah every time I hear the name, it's a very clever name. Every time I hear yeah. it, it makes me... It tickles me, as a matter of fact. Pits and Giggles. Pits yeah. and Giggles. And these guys, uh, they've been passionate. About, they've been doing this for the last three years. So a couple of guys who used to be in the Apex Club. Okay. Um, what did they get kicked out? Uh, age sort of <laughs> age discrimination a little bit there used to be there, there used to be age discrimination like oh. at 45 you used to get the boot basically oh wow man, that's but not now, good man but now as of about four years ago Apex, right. Apex has become 
uh, open age. Oh, okay, okay. good. So, so, now, so we've now got members in our club that are 48, okay, uh, okay. 50, uh, that sort of age. So we, we open to all age groups, and I think that's, that's, that's the mod- modernisation of what it's all about. Originally, Apex, uh, back in 1930, uh, sorry, yeah, 1930, 31, when yep. it first founded. Right, that was great, yeah. 79 years the other day it's been around for. That's, that's a long time. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a Sorry, great. not 79, 89 years. 89 years, 89 wow. Years. It's, 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 so originally it was, guy, you had to be under 30 back in those days. Wow. So in the Great Depression, you had to be under 30. Mm. And well, it, that was pretty much the... And uh, it was like a male businessman's yeah. club. That's what it used to be. I mean, 30s, you know, that was kind of like the... Uh, the um, the mortality rate was pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty low. low back there, wasn't yeah. it? Anyway, so yeah. they, that's probably why they. So and then over time, it's mm. it's the, the age limit's gone to forty, and then forty five. All right. And now eventually, it's open age. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's and good also, for me being fifty. I'll be fifty six my next birthday. And, so uh, and then female. They used to have female only apex clubs started in the late eighties. Right. Okay. You know, I heard then, an interesting thing about if we say female. I'm oh, sorry to cut, yep. cut you off, but yep. uh, the word golf. Golf that is supposed to be an acronym for um, gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Have you heard that before? First, I've heard of it. Yeah, somebody said that. That's why it was, it was sort of a gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was. I hope that's not true. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm all for ladies' rights. Yeah, you know, right, hey, exactly. girl power. You know? Exactly, girl power. But uh, that's that's pretty interesting. And then from from the sort of mid '90s onwards or thereabouts, it became Apex became fairly mixed gender. Yeah. Uh-huh. Came to. Right. To, to club members because obviously you need to find a way to keep the members as high as you can. Yeah, and then um, they're still still in in Apex Land at the moment. There's still there are still perceived male only clubs out there and around the place. But yeah, I don't yeah. think that's really the Tattersalls. What about the Tattersalls Club? We used, they shout yeah, out to the Tattersalls exactly, Club here yeah. in Brisbane. They used to have us out. You know, the, the Brisbane Bullets back in the day. They used to have us out yep. as guests. You know, to their club for many years. Mm. I wonder if that that club is um, a male only or is it? I think no, it might have been opened up. Changed it to, to females as well. Now. That's yeah. great. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're familiar with the Tattersalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in there a few times. But great, great organization. Yeah. But uh, are you in competition with them? No, 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 no. We can set up Tattersalls a little basketball is, game between you guys. <laughs> Tattersalls <laughs> is, uh, we're sort of, Apex is more along the lines of, you know, rotary and lines, but the, oh, di- right. the difference the difference between rotary lines and Apex, I mean, Apex came from Australia. Apex is Australian founded. Okay, uh, oh, okay, that's the difference. Okay. One of the differences. Um, the Alliance is from Chicago, I think. Yeah. Lions and I think maybe and even Rotary, Rotary as well, but I think it might be Chicago based. Chicago founded. Yeah, and no, no disrespect to anyone in Lions or Rotary. I mean, we're not we're great organizations. I've had we, a lot we, of support love, from them over the years. Rotary. I mean, I'm probably going to be, I'm probably going to, I've, I've been to some, uh, we su- support some Rotary clubs in the local area here. Yeah, okay, I know, great. I know great. even maybe the airport club may even come out to, um, they were at the trivia night last year. So hopefully oh, good, they'll be there good. again. Hopefully be there, yeah. Still waiting to hear. Um, but yeah, Rotary Rotary is great as well. But uh, I guess the difference with us is we're sort of it's, we've got that more of a I guess a younger age feel to the okay. more, more about youth than yeah yeah than, than uh, your core mission is what what's your core mission um, so your, three the three it's the three side of triangle statement. Yeah. is um, service citizenship service. and mm-hmm. fellowship great love it yeah and it's just a, the raise the rising sort of sun coming out of a the triangle sort of thing that yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's yeah. that's a bit about. I was Apex. able to recently just give my my kids each, each one of my eight kids one of these, these little bracelets. Not very expensive, but they have a lot of um, personal meaning and yeah. a lot of heartfelt meaning. They the bracelets with um, with um, all of the different planets on the you know little miniature versions of the planets on the mm-hmm. bra- on this little bracelet. It's mm-hmm. elastic, and the idea is when they put this bracelet on each mm-hmm. one of my kids, 
they they represent the sun, the shining light. You yeah. know, yeah. So every 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 planet is on this this little bracelet except for the, you know the sun, which your much each children. I saw it, I saw this advertised on mm-hmm. Facebook, and I thought mm-hmm. it'd be a cool little gift to give yeah. each one of them. You know, yeah, that's cool, man. For the sun, yeah. So uh, one one thing we love to talk about is the NBA season. So oh yeah. So it's before, up now. Before, Playoffs. Be, when we had the last podcast on, it, it was uh, early October last year. Yeah. The NBA season hadn't quite started. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At, at that stage, we didn't even know that um, that uh, the number one pick Zion was going to have an injury that kept him out early. So he's back now. Back though. now. What a vengeance, man! Playing some great ball. Yeah. So he's uh, he's uh, he he's come as advertiser really. I mean, yes, he yes. had that injury. Problem, but uh, you know, you missed what 20 30 games, yeah. Like first that. first but, half of the season, but yeah. I think he's certainly being impactful, and uh, that's to say the least. Uh, and if he's if he sticks it out, you know, for the last 20 odd games, he's still got a good chance of even getting rookie of the year, I think. Yeah, what do you and think? And before on a, on, a, on a humorous note, yeah, there's a guy, but as a young young fellow on, uh, on, on the internet, he's coming to internet sensation on YouTube, and he goes by uh, Max Maxi Nicey, I think it's Max 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 Nicey. And he does these impersonations of NBA players. I've seen, I've seen some uh, impersonations. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of guys that do that. But I, I saw I saw one of uh, yeah. I see them that they impersonate yeah. Steph Curry and You're right. LeBron. This, this, and, this guy does a spot on funny um, impersonation of both uh, Zion <laughs> and and LeBron. You know, yeah, which you must must tune yeah. in to watch if you get a chance. Uh, yeah, he's funny. I but. think we loaded up. Um, on our TRSPA, um, our fantasy league page, we we upload all the funny clips onto that. Oh yeah, as well, yeah, and everyone yeah. sort of shares them around our little our group there. So. Yeah, but uh, Zion, he's a yeah, he's a he's a he's a phenomenon. Yeah, he's, the, the way he gets that heavy body of his up off the ground, mm. so and he has a great IQ for the game of basketball too. He's not and just he's a, so young man. This guy's only twenty or something. Nineteen. Nineteen. I think he'd be twenty. Ah, he's, okay. he's actually a fellow Cancerian, yeah. and he um, I think his birthday is July six or something. He, he and Guys like uh, Fifty Cent, the mm. rapper, who's oh, very man, smart. They, they all cancerous. It's such a rare breed to have someone that well muscled developed at that sort of age. It's just yeah, crazy. Yeah. It just, usually, usually they come in in the nineteen. The, the skinny as a the skinny as a rake. Right. Um, they, the, his mom actually must be a really good cook. because yeah. <laughs> he, he, he has some yeah. meat on his bones, boy. Yeah, he's got an interesting style about him, but he's he's, gonna, he's hard to stop, man. He's yeah, hard. yeah, and he's he, he knows how to pick and choose when he when he needs to you know be explosive yeah that's what makes him smart you know uh, makes his IQ definitely uh, mm. I mean from what I've seen early on this guy will definitely have at least one or maybe even multiple seasons where he's the league's MVP I or, think or, yeah yeah if he keeps uh, um, you got to remember, God forbid you know, any any injuries or even anything like, like that even you, know? Pl- you know players like Charles Barkley they became they were an MVP for a year as well yeah like, 93 um, uh, Barkley was yeah, a, yeah so, his MVP. and there's a lot there's a lot to this guy's game that is similar to Barkley he can shoot Very much three. So. He can shoot the three like Barkley ended up able yeah. to do late in his career. They both they both kind of have like flat jump shots too. You know, not a, not a lot of you know people yeah. try. You, you get taught to put a little bit of trajectory Actually, on mean, your shot. Both of their shots were kind of flat. The only thing we're seeing, I mean, th- things may change over time, but uh, it, Barkley was probably more of a jump shooter than this guy. I reckon probably a bit better shooter. Yeah, at this stage, but more of it. This guy just gets to the hoop. Gets to the hoop. Yeah, slam dunk. Layout. And he can he can he can make uh, not just slam dunk. He he makes really nice like mm. just just high degree of difficulty. Yeah. Layups and all that, yeah. you know, sort of tricky sort of shots, you know, yeah. which is really good. He knows how to maneuver his body in the yeah. air, in the air yeah. that big old body, which is it's, yeah. it's a it's, it's a phenomenon. He's a phenomenon, yeah. you know. So, so a lot of great young players in the league at the moment. Let's talk a bit about some of the oh, youngsters. Ja, that are, ja Morant, 
John in Morant. Memphis. Now, so, John, so my, I made a sort of a, a, a prediction at the start of the year that I didn't know if this John Morant was going to be as good as how he's uh, turned uh, out to be. Yeah. Right? Uh, he's like a, probably got just about a lock on that rookie of the year, really, but it'll, it'll yeah. depend on how they look at Zion. Right, right. But, um, I, would, I would like to see a, maybe even a, 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 split. a split it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's a great idea. But I, I had a mm. feeling that, that R.J. Barrett would probably have a better rookie of the year than Jay Morant. Yeah. But, and Ray, R.J. Barrett started pretty much every game he had for the Knicks anyway, but... Uh, but well, the but, Knicks program, you know, yeah. uh, hasn't but been I think the Memphis sta- must, stable. Memphis must have really known what, what they were getting with this, this Morant guy. Well, in a lot of cases, you, you don't. You really it's, it's it's a roll of the dice, you know. When you, yeah. when, you when you draft a kid, but you don't know be, what you don't know what you you really get. You compare that. I mean, you, you compare that number two pick to a lot of other guards that are mm-hmm. point guards that are number two picks. Apart from your 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 boy Kirk, Kyrie Irving, who was the number one pick. Right, um, right. There aren't too many that uh, have been as good as Jay Morant. Yeah, in he recent just, years. This kid is um, mature beyond you know. He's he's very he has a, very, a great maturity level, you know, mm. about the way. He, even when he's being interviewed, you know he's very mm. calm, reserved, very measured. His his, his tone of um, yep. interviewing is you know when he's being interviewed, his tone is very measured, and mm. he says all the right things. He's so, just a confident. He's full of confidence as well yeah. too. So Memphis uh, look like they could probably make that eighth spot in the in the playoffs. Well, a few teams are ch- chasing them for that eighth yeah, spot as but well too. I think too. they're playing well enough; they might hold out. I'm, I'm you thinking. think so? Well, yeah. it's, it's interesting. I think they. But uh, let's talk about the top, uh, the Lakers. Are they sort of ooh, playing? Ooh. In my opinion, they're probably, they're probably playing uh, as advertised, but even a little bit better overall. Better than yeah, um, expected, you know. What they've really done well there is, yes, we knew LeBron has come back, and LeBron is really having an MVP type year. Yes. Um, you know, and I, I really do hope he gets it, but we'll we'll have to see how it all plays out. Still, right, we've still got uh, a month or more month of regular season to go. Really, yeah, it's about twenty games left, I think. They uh, think they think with um, Milwaukee uh, with uh, the the Greek Freak was yeah. playing out of out of this world as as well too. Um, the thing with the, the voters from that last year may think, oh, we gave him the rookie. I mean, we gave him the MVP last year, mm. and then he went out in the playoffs. Yeah, and um. You know, uh, Kawhi yeah. and guy and company, they, they kind of took away. He didn't, he didn't perform real well in the playoffs like he should have. And they, so they may, they, may, they may take that into consideration when they're looking at it. And then LeBron, with, you know, they like stories as well, too, the storyline. Storyline with LeBron might be, you know, being 35 years mm-hmm. old, mm-hmm. which is basketball world, and playing it's from 17 to 35. Yeah. So, you know, that's, um, that's crazy. Him to be doing what he's doing and change positions, playing the, you know playing the point guard position, leading the league in rebound, you know, in, in, in assists. Yeah, in assists. And, you yeah, know, that's, and, that's you know, just right, I love it. And, but yeah. what gets lost in the shuffle is my man AD from Chicago, who's uh, also yeah. having an MVP type year too. Yeah, he's he's definitely. Um, you can't, can't can't dismiss him as well. You've got to say that those two guys have had. Uh, if you want to name the top four players in this in the in this year, those two guys are in the top three. Or four. Yeah, they got two, they got those yeah. spots cemented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, both, two of the top. Both, I love it. How they should both be All NBA this year. Oh, uh, easily. And you know, so that, that's great that the Lakers have, have done well. Who would be those but, other guys? You, know, you got those three. AD, LeBron, who's other? Who would fill out the other two spots? You think AD, LeBron, Giannis, uh, and Giannis, Giannis, of course. Those the are guards, they're, they're locked. They're locks. The other two. The guards. I'm not sure. I mean, if you, as far as the guards are concerned, um, it, it just to look at the All Star game there. It, it's it, you've got a mixed bag. I mean, yeah. Um, Harden was leading the league. Probably is still leading the league in scoring. Yeah, he's been, yeah. Um, and uh, he's probably one of the two guards that end up being on the All 
NBA team. Perhaps. He could be, but who else is having a really, but, really uh, outstanding Don- year? Donkic has had a good year too, man. He's and he's got to be considered a, a guard. Oh, Jock- well, guard. Yeah. Donkic, um, from where? No, it's not Donkic. I said Donkic. Oh, Don- oh, Don- yeah, Don- yeah, of course. Yeah, Luca Donkic. Oh, yeah, Luca, man. He got one of his spots locked down. Yeah, and you know, and his teams, Luka, his yeah. teams. I think are in, they're in a playoff position, aren't they? I think pretty. Yeah, good. yeah. So not. Uh, I mean, it's been pretty good. What he's. It's amazing what he's done. Yeah, um, and the fifth guy would have to be a big man, huh? Well, it depends if you put LeBron as a front court player or you know, right, right. So, and uh, the other guy, the other guards that have played well. Um, I mean, Boston are, are, are doing fairly well. So I mean, you've got Tatum. Tatum Tatum's, might be up there too. Tatum will be in the top three NBA teams, that's for sure. Yeah, if yeah. not the second, he might even be the second team. Maybe you know the kid in Toronto, um, Siakam. You know, he's yeah, Siakam also because they've been um, a, they've been a surprise. Everybody thought they were you know yeah. done and dusted after, uh, after so, Kawhi I mean, left. Yeah, they've done really well. Uh, Van Vliet and, and and Lowry, such a good backcourt. Oh um, yeah, but yeah. they've got some guys like. Um, Nigel Powell, um, that's been playing really well. Buck has had a really good year yeah, too. They're, yeah, they're yeah. getting the job done. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Powell, Powell. Yeah, he's he's played really well. And then they also yeah. got the big uh, Buck has just been his been his same. Good, yeah. You know, great. Um, Kemba. So Kemba Walker, obviously, um, to Boston now, and that he's yeah. sort of uh, he's he, you know they've got some really good players. Boston are certainly yeah. ones to watch. Uh, Philadelphia seem to have fallen off the wayside a little bit. Yeah, because they play well at home, but um, they stink on the road. So and I think people, Simmons is is he out for a while? His back, his back oh, is his not back, good. Is he? Yeah, oh, his back's not good. Yeah, his back's not good. And then uh, he, I think Embiid just got hurt his, again. Yeah, he might miss for a while. Yeah, yeah maybe so, the playoffs. But they've been very disappointing um, overall because of the yeah. inconsistency. You know, not playing the, as well. I mean, they've the got one of the best big men there in Joel Embiid. But um, yeah, and he talks a lot. of Stuff, but he doesn't. He hasn't really done anything yet. So he needs to wait. You know, stop to stop talking. Let his game do the talking, and wait to wait till he's accomplished a few things before he starts you know, oh, talking oh, trash yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. The Clippers. What have, what have you made of their season? Obviously, everyone thought the Clippers were going to be as good as the Lakers or thereabouts. They, they're and they're going to the be Lakers yeah, twice. When the playoffs hit, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. Mm. I mean, the Lakers Clippers played the other day, and uh, LeBron. You know, they got the best of them, but so they still they're still strong. They're still it's, strong. It's quite interesting, it, and it pretty much happened at the same time. the The Lakers got Marcus Morris, right? Yeah, both the Morris twins, and yeah. Markeith went to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. The NBA has really appeased that family, the Morris family. You know, so keep, both... keep, keeping the brothers, <laughs> keeping the brothers together. Well, they're going to be, gonna be a, you know, in a playoff series, going to be on opposite sides. They were guarding each other too. You know, yeah. the Lakers Clippers game the other day, they were both guarding each other. Neither one of them made it too much of an impact. Mm. The game, they are uh, the shooting was quite quite inconsistent. They, I, I think neither, I think only one the, between the two of them, they only made about two shots. Yeah, you know, out of, out of the whole game, you know, and, and they they got a lot of shots up as well too. So they got yeah. they got to work on their work on their stuff, you know. So the I mean, and just on the Lakers, another reason they're doing very well is they've chosen the right guys to in defensive positions. I think as well. Yes, and I'm talking Avery about, Bradley. Avery Bradley. I'm talking about uh, you know. Colwell Pope and Bradley and, right. and Danny Green, Danny Green, and, and Kyle great. Kuzma. Yeah, who, he's my guy. He is uh, shout out to him because he has been he made a nice adjustment to his game, concentrating more on defense, rebound, doing all yeah. the little, little dirty things, yeah. as opposed to trying to be that third, yeah. that third sort of score and all that. Because they don't really need him for that. He's doing all the little things when he comes they, off I mean, the bench. I think he, uh, at times throughout the season he has shown that he can definitely score. Oh, he can. That's, 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 that, that's what he was known because, for, score. But because those those first two guys average about 60 points a game between them. Right. you got so to like... fit in, get in where you fit in and do yeah. all the little things. You know, yeah. he, He's doing that. Doing all yeah. the little things, you know? Yeah. 
No, it's great that uh, mm. the Lakers are doing so well. Houston, what about having PJ Tucker at center? What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm, I'm not really happy with the NBA these days because being a big man, you know, growing up as a big man, um, they've kind of, they're kind of dismissing the big fellas. Um, you know, Andre Drummond, you know, Detroit, they, 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 they got rid of him. So Cleveland, sent him got to all Cleveland, these, uh, you know, for a little, for a little bit of nothing, for a bag of peanuts, you know. They've got all these good tall players now in Cleveland, haven't they? When you yeah. They've still got Kevin Love. They've still got right. Tristan Thompson. But the way the league is going, they're Drummond. all trying to go small ball, you know. And they've still got Larry Nance. So they've got yeah. four big guys. I know. That small ball is going to hurt Houston, though, I think, when the playoffs comes. Yeah, they, they're sort of, I noticed just re- more recently, they're starting to lose games now. That, yeah. uh, after they were killing everybody. They have to be knocking out. Uh, the theory, in theory, they're, 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 um, what they're saying is we, we'll knock down, we'll shoot 60 so threes a game, yeah. which, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, get in and open up the floor for, for Westbrook to go drive to the basket, yeah. not having that big guy in the middle. Yeah. And it worked for him the first few games, but now yeah. it's, uh, people, you know, they're not the only ones that are making strategy. There's other other teams that making strategy. They're going to counter yeah. counter their 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 um, and strategy. Even, you know? And even the teams that aren't that sort of high up on the ladder are having success now against Houston. Right. So. They, lost, they lost to um, recently to – one of, the, one of the really lowly teams. No, I was uh, not the Bulls, my home hometown Bulls. You know. They was um, shit. What was the team to beat them? Um, one of the really really bad teams. I forgot what it was. You guys out there would probably know, but they yeah they lost to a really bad team. Yeah, you know with that small ball stuff. You know, but hey, yeah. in the end of the day, the big it's a big man's game. It's a big man's game basketball. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> and what what do you think? Uh, I mean, the Bucks look better than they did last year. They and, do, they, but and they looked like they were world beaters last year until they got to that. Right, the jury's still out until the, when the playoffs come. They, they have to really show and prove. You know, Missouri is one of the cities. I mean, one of the states in um, um, America that is known for is the show me state. You know, mm-hmm. so you got to do you got to Missouri me um, Milwaukee and show me that you can get it done in the playoffs, and then we'll we'll celebrate you guys. You know, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, great sort of regular season. What they're doing at the moment, I think. They've got a good defensive team. I think uh, yeah. they're certainly holding their own in, in that sort of regard. There, um, yeah. they don't have that that, that uh, the superstar player mm. to, uh, to 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 go along mm. with uh, Giannis. Yeah. Um, Middleton is right below. You know, he's a good Still, player, he's but definitely he's definitely all star caliber, though. I think. Right, he's more, he's more all star, but not superstar. Yeah, not not uh, not sort of AD super. No, nowhere near that sort of level. Yeah, no. so he has a, he has a, he has something to prove as well too in the playoffs. Oh, definitely, he has stepped his level up too. Yeah, we we all sort of would would say that they need to. That's for sure. That's uh, right. When it comes to to um, the Bucks, and it's not going to be easy. I mean, I think the East is pretty tough, man. It I is. Think, it's tough, uh, tough than people think. Yes. It's um, it's it's tough. I think. Uh, uh, Boston to me are probably the team that looks like uh, they could. And Toronto as well too. Uh, don't forget Toronto, yeah. Yeah, Toronto. People forget because Kawhi left. Uh, people, people been yeah they quietly yeah they're going to be. And I think tough. I think Indiana have got the pieces, but I just don't know if they're all playing. They can Not play. quite, yeah. They, they I just maybe. don't think they can play well enough together. Nah. Paces if they, like we go through these teams that are. That you know, if you go through the history of the NBA, sometimes you get teams that don't have a superstar that just gel together and play bloody well. That's and right. A, and a good example of this is you know Detroit back in you know 15, yeah with that fifteen uh, years with, ago with um, Ben Wallace, Ben Wallace and, and Chauncey, Chauncey and all those guys, Chauncey Billups. They didn't have yeah. a superstar, but they had a very good makings of a and they all played really an exceptional hard. team. Now Toronto is a bit like that at the moment. I mean, they don't really. Have a, I mean, yes, we know that. Uh, they're all-star caliber players, that's for sure. I mean, Lowry's all-star caliber. Yeah. Siakam's all-star caliber, but they're not like superstars. No. And no. Uh, 
but they're a team that's going to cause some, uh, you know, as we yeah. said, some ruckus there. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things you obviously showed the the camera before around the Kyrie Irving shoes that you've got. There. <laughs> so, yeah. so I've got a shout out. I've got a shout out to the. Yeah, they're so they're really cool, man. But <laughs> what do you think? Um, are the I guess. Do you have any of much of a collection of uh, basketball boots, basketball not shoes? Really, no, really. Like, 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 like when I was younger, you know, I had a bigger, bigger collection. But it's, you know, this age, this, this stage in my life, now it's not really. <laughs> it's about the kids, you know, give, give yeah. them some shoes when they when they when they need them. They don't have big collections either. Yeah, I just get them as they need them. Their feet are growing so quickly yeah, of course. now. The yeah, younger yeah, ones, until especially. they're an adult. Yeah, right. So um, we know we never been a really a, a huge sneaker family. You know, I'm not a sneaker. Yeah, I've never yeah. been a real sneaker hit. But my, I would say my favorite shoes of all time would yeah. have to be um, a pair of Hyper Dunks I got from New, from uh, Nike a few years ago that I really really enjoy. Were quite com- com- uh, were comfortable, sorry. These Hyper Dunks, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Were you ever ever a fan of the Air Jordans at all? No, I never really. Because Jordan, you know, he's only like a year or so older than me. I, wasn't, I didn't. I couldn't see myself wearing somebody else's shoes. That is, yeah. you know, it's like a more. Of, he's more of a peer, you know. Yeah. I, uh, you know, the shoes are sweet. I like the uh, the um, 11s. I thought about getting the Jordan 11s at one stage because they yeah. had that yeah, that, that um, um, patent leather in the front and all that. They're pretty sweet, but um, I never had ever ever wore a pair of his shoes. I think. Yeah. So yeah, but I much you know much much respect for him, the man obviously for what he's done for the game you know, mm. but um, I wasn't going out like that. <laughs> no, no. So um, and, and looking at what else has happened, we've we've got Golden State probably in a position to be able to maybe get the number one pick of the draft or have a yeah that's what they're going for. They're looking at North, um, Golden Steph, State and, and, and Nets both so looking at next year. Steph's played a you know a couple of games. He's injured for most of the year. Yeah, um, Clay's been injured the whole year. Um, the one person that got exposed doing that whole Golden State thing was, uh, yep. was um, Draymond Green. He's not. He hasn't looked as yeah, effective. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think he, maybe he's not. Hasn't been one hundred percent this year. Maybe he's just p- p- playing through it. But again, he's a, he's a role player, isn't he? Right. So he's really exposed his game because he's. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's. It's, I think it's a wake up call to him because he yeah. and Barkley have been going at it. You know that him and Charles Barkley have been going back and forth in the media. Draymond. Uh, yeah. 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 Draymond made some comments about how Barkley. Yeah, you just. You you um you have to be the job you got now you you didn't make much money during your career so that that's why you got to mm. keep working doing this inside NBA get, job and mm. then Barkley snapped back with um some some comments about how Draymond um, has a has a face for radio <laughs> for radio and yeah it's been it's been pretty pretty nasty you know the, the beef between yep. those guys yeah mm. yeah. No, that's cool, man. So when we sort of last caught up for the uh, podcast, as, as I said, back at the start of October, back before the NBA season, mm-hmm. as we sort of uh, sort of uh, back on that podcast, we talked a bit about, I guess, the Fantasy Basketball League, the TRSBA. Oh, yeah, how's so, that going? Yeah. So now we're, we're down to, I think, it's it's gotten so far in, in the time we, we did the last podcast yeah. that we're, we're down to the conference finals, effectively. Wow, because, okay, okay. Because, because the way it works, it, 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 it'll basically end where the regular season Oh, ends. it kind of stays yeah, yeah. on so, line with that, yeah. So yeah. that every player, so you can potentially use, you know, 82 games throughout, like the regular season's like 50-something games, and then yep. the, the playoffs go from there. So, oh, okay. So my team... Where had a at? shit year. <laughs> we we we're we're, we're one of the four. Che- we got one of uh, 
we got a, a small chance of getting the number one pick. Who was um, remind me of some of the guys on your team? Or, so, your, or, your, or your team? So the team. Uh, so my record ended up being eighteen and thirty six. <laughs> <That's laughs> not not too good. The best team it was actually very competitive at the top. The mm. the. Uh, the the best record was forty five and nine during the regular season. Damn, who was that? Who's, wow. That was the guy who won last year, Maddie. Um, well, shout out to Matt. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk be, about how good the, his team is. The next the, the next should be looking at this guy as a general manager. Yeah, yeah he's he's won like out of the, the real. We've been, we've been going twenty something years our league, right? As we said, right. he's, he's won it about seven times. Oh <laughs> man, shout out to him, man. Yeah, he's fucking. He knows well his done. shit, and he's you know he's one of the obviously in the driver's seat um, right. with four teams left. Right. Uh, so my team, I had Kuzma. I got Aaron Gordon, but he's got a ridiculous contract. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> One of my other friends signed into a, 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 like a nine million dollar contract in a few years' time. Oh wow! Schroeder has had a good year. Yeah. Uh, Van Vliet, Brogdon. I had Will Barton. Will Barton. Uh, yeah, I like his game, man. Bob, Bobby Portis. Will the, Will the Thrill, they call him. Huh? Yeah, he's yeah. he's had a reasonable year, but not not great. Yeah. Uh, Derek Favors, but doesn't get enough minutes. Favorite, big favorite. He's, yeah. he's, he's a workhorse, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I ended up, I got a couple of, I got rid of Blake Griffin. I had enough of Blake Griffin. I traded him away. To get, I basically always tra- hurt. <laughs> yeah, I traded it. I basically got Aaron Gordon for Blake Griffin. So there I'm, you I'm go. Just, that's a good, that was actually a good, good, good so, call. But, good the, call. but the, the trade off was I had to take on this fucking big, this big $9 million contract. <laughs> you take the contract on. Because we've got, a, we got the baggage cap, with it. Yeah. We've got a salary cap of like $40 million. This is, We haven't increased numbers from about oh, 20 Oh, you got a salary cap. Every, salary yeah, salary, a salary cap, cap every, and he's yeah, like yeah. Nine, $9 million out of that 40 So What's, what's Will Thrill? Though? The Will of Thrill? What is he on? Salary-wise. Uh, 2.4 and then 1.6, yeah. 1.6. So, um, he, he pulled off one of the, uh, the great moves in basketball the other day when you have you know, you have a look the, at that. Defender, mm. defender um, he's taking the ball out of bounds, Will. Yeah. The defender's playing with his back to him. Yeah. And he, he knocked the ball off his back, and then you go in and you lay the, lay the ball up on your end. Yep. So, so it's a move, that, it's a sucker move to get guys all the time. <clears throat> they got a name for it, I forgot what they call it. But you you, know, you understand what how, he's, he, Will's taking the ball out of bounds. Yeah. The guy who's defending him has his back to Will. Yeah. He simply throws the ball off the guy's back and then quickly gets the ball yeah. and goes and lays it up on his own court. Yeah. No, it makes the defender look really, really yeah. silly. You know, a few guys have gotten away with that, yeah. that move over the years. Yeah. So just so that, that's my team. If you compare this to the Barbarians, this bloody good team that I was telling, but they, they they've got the Greek freak. Oh, they got the Greek freak. There you go. Uh, Say no more. They got they got Bam, who's had a good year. Bam is looking great. Siakam. Oh man, he man, he did some hell of oh his his, uh, his recruiting. Damian Lillard. <laughs> Lillard too. And McCollum. McCollum. Well, McColl- yeah, McCollum's good too. And Steph Curry's been injured all year. Imagine if they had Steph Curry healthy. <laughs> he was, but he was on the squad. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. this dude know what he's doing. He definitely should be the, the Knicks. Yeah. Dolan should be giving this guy a call. The double double. So that's the team mm-hmm. they're playing in the conference finals. They got um, Jimmy Butler, Donkic, Jeru Holiday, Lowry. That's a pretty good team. Uh, too, Kevin Love, John Collins. Yeah. So they they got a pretty good team as well. Yeah. That's yeah. the other teams in the Western Conference, and in the East you've got um, the Boars. Actually, had the best average of the year. Yeah. They uh, they've got Porzingis, Tatum, Ingram, Simmons, Harden. Team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Lou Williams, uh, Stephen Adams. They've got a few good players there, and then the other team that's uh, doing well, the Hounds. And then this team made it to the the um, they made it to the the TRSBA finals last year. Are they from Baskerville? Ooh. 
So they've got Embiid, uh, <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> LeBron. And, and, and Embiid. And, and, and Russell. Oh, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> that's good why. team. That's pretty good team, yeah. And Kemba. And Kemba, man. And Tobias. Tobias Harris, and, decent player. And Nikola Vucevic. Ooh. So that's a good team. Decent. That's the reason they're winning games. They've got right. five or six superstars there. Yeah. So that's... Yes. So that's what's so, going. So the playoffs, be, the playoffs will be starting soon for you guys, huh? That's we're down to the last four. That oh, last four. four, sort of gone through the last four. Okay. Well, teams then. there, but that's yeah. So it'll be interesting to see who wins that. It, it's a, it all depends who plays the best game at the, at the oh, right course, time. Yeah, and, like and sometimes it, what's happened in, in the past, even last year, I think. Mm. Um, I think it was game six or game seven of the finals. It got down to the last game or whatever mm, it did, mm-hmm. and you know because it gets to the end, close to the end of the regular season. Guess yep. what happens? What. They they rest the player in the NBA, so that means low that, management. So then they don't play. They don't turn up playing for. Of course, you don't get yeah. the stats. Low so, management. Yeah. So what do you think about load management? What's your sort of? Uh, if a guy's legitimately you know had a, a history of um, injury, like uh, like a Kawhi, you yeah. know, yeah, it's, he works really well. You know, for the team. You know, in the end, he'll he'll be healthy, you know, and ready to go. But if guys just if it's being used correctly, it's mm. cool. You know. But you know the fans are the ones, like I said. Yeah. But you don't they, see. They, they, I mean, that, uh, LeBron doesn't do the load management as much as the Clippers. Because do. Of the fan, you know, he understands that fans could be coming from overseas or from Australia, or whatever, yeah. to to see him play for the first time. He doesn't want to just disappoint those fans. Yeah. Jordan was the same way as well. Yeah, Jordan as, rarely know. missed a game. Yeah. Yeah, he, he knew think... he knew that somebody somebody was probably seeing him play for the first, very first time. I think he had he like, want to disappoint him. He had like even Jordan had about six seasons where he played every all eighty two games. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. you know a testament to his um, endurance his, his, and his yeah, endurance and his yeah his, his, his and work, just his work mentality ethic. to to you know play the best every, every every single time man he was and being compassionate towards the fans the people yeah, that pay the pay yeah. the money you know to come see him play so you, this is where we're at we're sort of not far from the play NBA playoffs now mm-hmm. we're not that far we're, you know less than fifteen games or whatever it is you know right, right. fifteen or so games up to about fifteen games to go so what are your I mean injuries obviously will mm-hmm. um, if they do happen, they always affect what's going on. They happen, you know. It affected Golden State to a bit last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You had uh, Durant that got injured and uh, right. hasn't played since. It um, would have definitely made it. Yeah, made it. If those guys were healthy, it would have probably yeah. made it. And they had Curry. Yeah. I mean, they had that Thompson. So they, they had um, a lot of injury problems. Uh, but if let's say everybody, let's just see what you know from now. Right. Do you still think the Lakers are the team that's that's the team to beat? For, for yeah, I think they're hitting their strides at the we right both, time. Because we both said that the Lakers, we made a prediction at the start of the year, well before yeah. the start of the year, we said, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen during the regular season. They may not be, the, but they are right at the top. Uh, but at come playoff time, I think if LeBron yeah. and AD are both healthy, I think they win. Yeah, and plus they're, 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 they're uh, what, what, what Shaq used to call the others, the other guys on the team. They've come together really well. Avery yeah. Bradley's performance the other day was, was fantastic. He's great as well. And then they'll just have a game where they just go off their nut and right, help out right. and get 20 or 30 points. But, like, uh, like, but the Clippers are going to be tough in the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs, the Clippers, I mean, Montrez, Harrell, and. Uh, oh, he's a beast, yeah. He's like a, he's like a beast of a beast. Um, Paul George is the people that is is the most forgotten player in the NBA this year. He played really well the other day against the but Lakers. I yeah, don't think he's to me. It, it just seems like he's the most forgotten player. Yeah, he's so well, he's like, so he, smooth. He wasn't even he didn't even get considered for the All Star game when he probably should have. I know, but he um, yeah, he's, know, he's, he's know, a he's, player. But he's you can't can't sleep on that guy. He, no, you can't. 
I mean, yeah. I mean he's, this guy, in my opinion, is is up there. He's like one of the best yeah. 10, 10 players the, easily. On, on both, you know, what they say, two-way players. He's one, yeah. you know. I mean, him and Kawhi, I mean, when you look at the the NBA, those guys are the best, you know. They, yeah. Le, Kawhi Leonard is... I don't know, but LeBron, what, he, what he's doing at this age, just, oh, yeah. it's, just, it's just amazing. Super, it's just utterly amazing that he um, was putting up these type of Perform, you know, this type of performance at this stage of his career. Leading the NBA in assists is something I didn't expect, but that's that's amazing. And he's getting to the, he's going to the whole lot more. To, you know, people that was that was one of the knocks that he didn't, people say he didn't use his size yeah. enough, but he's starting to use his size more. Yeah. And um, going to the hole and beasting, I, think, you know. I think for the most part, and I'll say, looking at the the averages, I think the average scoring just keeps going up in in the NBA at the yeah, moment. So not only have you, have you from you know the, one of the reasons that sort of went up in the last uh, decade was the three-point shot uh, becoming more of a yeah. weapon, and uh, but I th- more importantly the uh, hand-checking rule that yeah. they, they they abolished. But I, but I think people are just getting to the hoop a lot easy too. So because people, because they, they can't get hand-checked. Yeah, so they can't yeah. get hand-checked. Right. The three-point shot is become very deadly a lot of the time. Right. Even though there's been a, I've noticed some games where there's just it's you know it's not as they don't not as dominant you know the three point shot as even even in more recent years but people are just getting to the hole and right. and getting right at it and uh, i think that's just a lot of you're seeing a lot of games and you look at the score and you go 140 130 yeah. 130 to 140 yeah. and you're thinking gee that never used to happen well, no, no, and it's, it's just, just like normal now it's just it's great for the fans you know they get to see a lot of scoring they want to see a lot of scoring oh yeah it's it's great to mm. look at it's great for for the fans mm. um and just i uh, just Fun to play in too. I, mean, yeah, I imagine yeah. it'd be fun to play in that that type of environment. Did you too. follow? Did you say? So did you follow the NBL at all this year? I didn't. Yeah, see NBL was to... great too. Yeah, the, the Perth Wildcats again. They look like they're on the verge of um, winning their tenth championship. You know, for their, was that for many? This, yeah, they, they they've been one of the um, most you know consistently successful franchises. You know, in, in all the sports. You know, yeah. worldwide. You know, just just because just they, they they make all the right moves. You know, off the court. This kid Bryce Cotton, mm-hmm. not a kid anymore, but Bryce Cotton is um, he's an MVP for the you know, multiple MVP. Yeah. I think he won it for the third or fourth time. Yep, and they just um, just got a great team, man. Uh, K Nick Nick K is a, is a, is a hell of a player, They're mm-hmm. a local yep. big guy. Yep. <laughs> so they, uh, but in saying that, they, they won they won game one of the uh, the best five series against the the, the Kings um, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. But um, there's there's still four more games to be played. If, so at least they, I remember. It's, mm. I'm glad it's at least a five game series. That's yeah, that yeah. I wish when I played 90, 90, 1990, it was we lost like a three game series. It was best it? of three. You know, yeah, was, you know, you never, you know, yeah, best of five <laughs> was better. Yeah, yeah. Or even a best of seven. <laughs> best of seven would be even better. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. What about one of the one of the stories in the NBL this year was uh, obviously uh, Lamelo playing for the Laurel Hawks. Yeah, he was quite excited. Um, and but obviously was wasn't there for much. Uh, you know, it was only there for sort of less than half the year or something. It was all yeah. there about. No, he that. played. He played the majority of the year. He left towards the end. Oh, the, 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 the sex sort of the last third last, of the year. Last third of the left, yeah, because uh, yeah, so you know, the team was team wasn't going to make the playoffs. Or anything. He's, you know, he, but he, he he left, but he also uh, donated a lot of money to the fires, mm. the, uh, the the Australian fires, that were yeah. going on, the bush yeah. fires yeah. appeal. You know, he yeah. did all the right things. His dad wasn't wasn't a, a distraction. No, he his, wasn't, dad, his he, dad didn't come down really. Yeah, he wasn't around yeah. at all. You know, too long a trip, I guess. Yeah, but he, he did all the right things. as a kid, and he's going to be an exciting 
And uh, his brother's playing really well and, uh, so with, what, with, with Lonzo. And, um, I saw... Uh, Lonzo's playing well. In, in, I, did, I did see a clip the other day. Um, one of the... Uh, the father, LeVar Ball, wasn't it? Um, yep. I did see a uh, clip the other day and he's saying that the, the younger kid's even better. What's his name? Oh, no, Lamelo's Lame- the youngest. It was oh. played out here. There's one no, in the middle. On, there's, there's one that's in the G League. The one in the middle, yeah, Lagello. Lagello in the G League. He's the he's yeah. more thicker one of the three. He's the one who got in trouble a few years ago for um, uh, stealing a pair of sunglasses in China. Oh, when well, he was playing with UCLA. Why would you steal a pair of sunglasses in China? Just being silly. He can afford they, them. They, they pretty much give them away anyway. Just being silly, you know. And um, but he yeah he's quite talented. He's trying to he's trying to um, get back in the good graces of the league so he can get yeah. get in the NBA. But at the end of the day, if he's talented enough, they'll they'll forget about all that and give him a chance. Yeah, so I should. I mean, I'll definitely have one of the first four picks. I'm hoping they get, you know, I'll probably know in the next couple of months if I win the lottery. That yeah. we have like a, a four a four team lottery or oh, you know, okay. four. Last year, I actually, um, it's it's probably on Facebook somewhere actually because I wasn't actually mm. one of the teams that would benefit from the draft. I actually, right. what I had to do was I had to actually film myself. Actually, oh, right. I, I got bought all these ping pong balls, right? <laughs> I bought all these ping pong balls and uh, put them in this container oh, right. and, and label them. Your homemade, right? homemade uh, lottery, yeah. lottery uh, so I put like, machine. So I put, we put, I put like twenty balls in this um, in this cylinder and mm. marked them all. Right. And uh, I, was, I was filmed it on Facebook, you know, filmed <laughs> I filmed it live on Facebook. Okay. And uh, and then I. And then I picked. There was one guy who had like um, two out of the four picks or whatever. He had two or two of the four chances out of the. You know. Right. So it was like, um, if you're the worst team, you get four balls. The second worst team, you get three. Two, oh yeah, that's, that's how the NBA so, does it. Yeah. And then you just double. I think we just doubled the balls to twenty. And then um, so anyway, it's it's so funny. I actually, the, the fucking ping pong balls spilled everywhere. Anyway, and then I gotta, I put, I gotta go have a look. You still have that? Then, still yeah, available to yeah, watch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then I put it all back in and. Uh, I, I, the thing is, I actually accidentally swore, and <laughs> I swore, and he, the kid, the guy watching it at home was his kids were watching. He goes, "No, you, oh, sure you can't no, speak." Oh no, because <laughs> he was family friendly, man. Family friendly uh, stuff. Yeah. Anyway, it was, it was it was funny, but I won't be. I'll be one of the um, teams hoping to win this year, as opposed to drawing it out for the other. Oh, good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's been great to have you back on the podcast. Oh yeah, great, uh, Andre, great, great to have another good you. hour of chatting about of uh, life, about the NBA, about mm-hmm. big feet, um, yeah. about your recent trip there. Is there anything uh, I guess final that you wanted to yeah. cover off on? Just anything, any sort of uh, messages that you want for the uh, for the listeners? And oh, just you know, if you get a chance, come on out to the um, to the uh, trivia night. It's gonna be fun, a fun night. Yeah, yeah contact group. me if you want to come. I'm on the I'm the organiser. <laughs> yeah, he's the man right here. I'm the organiser. Tim at ctbs.net.au. We're hoping to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know the, the exact numbers. Last year we had about 80, 80 or so people. Okay, that's uh, Which is really mm-hmm. good. This year, hopefully, the next couple of days we'll, we'll have confirmation and numbers. Mm-hmm. We've we know we're um, you know confirmed for probably at least half more than half that amount at the moment. Yeah. Uh, we just need to get. Some clarity and gotta come get, out and gotta get a table for a group of me and my boys. Yeah, you know, my homies going to be coming on. Uh, Rory and and Kevin Webster and um, and yep. uh, Anthony Moore and uh, my man, my man Philly Wayne. We're gonna try to yeah. put together a table and you know try to try to take out the trivia night. <laughs> we got to so, make sure that there's going to yeah. be Aussie and US uh, 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 even there amount of Aussie US, and US some, questions. There are some US questions. So uh, <laughs> on the triv- 
I'm the trivia master here. Ooh, so, the trivia master. Okay, we got. But go. there is an NBA championship question. I won't say anything more than that. Oh, okay. okay. There's, yeah, only, there's only one of those. But right, right. You know, like Aussie cricket. You won't you be know, able to. You won't be able to Google it on the night. You'll have to remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How are we going to do that with the with, with um so people have the the phones? We'll have some we'll have some scrutinies. We'll have some scrutinies to make sure nobody's cheating. Don't yeah, we? yeah. Got to get. Uh, you usually do that at all. Even mobile the, phone watch. Even the pub yeah. trivias these days they scrutinize have a little you know. You, you, yeah. there's, sometimes a bit of honesty involved, but we'll have somebody making sure that yeah. Um, bit of security. But there will probably be a few American questions. You know, there's there's always there's always going to be something about politics. Okay, of when it when it comes to trivia. There's always going to be something about politics, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, whether it's something. There's going to be something about, uh, you know, the countries, you know, different countries Good, in Australia, yeah, different yeah. events that have happened during the time. There'll be, you know, <clears throat> what happened on this date. Like there'll be a date mentioned in in the 80s. It could mm. be just a random mm. date. Mm. Okay, interesting. And it'll be okay. What actually happened, and who or what, you know, was a world champion on that particular day. Okay. So there'll be. Those sort of questions. That'd be fun, yeah. Uh, there should be enough sport questions for you, hopefully, as well. Oh but, no, I'm, I'm, I can I can handle other, you know. But there will be not just sport oriented, not sport just sport oriented. Well, yeah. Your AFL, your your rugby yeah. league, your rugby union. Yeah. Um, movie, so, movies. Oh, heaps of two TV movies. Movie, yeah, that's my thing. I'm um, a film buff. I'm a movie buff. Yeah, so hopefully some of those movie questions you, you might be able yeah. to work out. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get a few more uh, of those together as well. Great. Um, you know, just think of some of your, your your most you know common actors that were mm-hmm. prevalent in the in that mm-hmm. in that decade, and do a bit of research. Yeah, is all yeah. I can say. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> but, yeah, uh, 80s things. You dress as eighty. Dress yeah. up in the eighties as well. That's yeah. the other fun part of it, right? Well, and the other thing too, um, an announcement. Uh, if you don't know already, I don't think I don't think I put it on the Facebook page. Uh-huh. But each table will get a Rubik's cube. Oh, okay. And uh, ladies, huh? <laughs> you won't be allowed to touch that Rubik's cube until we give you the. And then the team that solves the Rubik's cube the fastest <laughs> okay. will actually get a prize. So well, our table, our table won't be winning that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that yeah. one, man. It's been great to have you on the podcast. Oh, no, thank you, Tim. Yeah, had a it great looks time, like man. it's going to be. We're going to have a fairly successful day. Yeah. Uh, at least have a good time. That's the main thing when it comes to, um, you know, the trivia night coming yeah. up and. Uh, uh, obviously, we'll keep uh, catching up uh, anyway. For sure, yeah. And uh, get the mustard. We we'll get the mustard and catch up as, as much as we can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Tiff. Thanks, man. Thank, Thank you very take much. Take care, this everybody. Will be uploaded.